When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Some secrets aren't meant to be kept. If you feel someone you know is at risk of suicide, don't keep it a secret. Listen to them, let them talk, and let them know you care and are concerned. Suicide is preventable. Learn how to take action and save a life. Suicide. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at RecognizeTalkAct.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast Postgame Show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. Jay Zawoski with you Saturday morning. Sorry I was not able to get the podcast out last night. I was doing an event out in Geneva, which is an hour and 10 minutes from my house, and uh, just could not get everything together in time to get it done last night. So I wanted to watch the third period again before I came in and did this. And uh, Hawks lose 5-3 to the Colorado Avalanche in what was the biggest game they've played uh, what? I mean, probably in a couple of years. They were tied in points with Colorado. Colorado had the edge in the tiebreaker, uh, and the Hawks fall short. But I'm not, I'm not going to complain too much about this game. This was a playoff atmosphere. It was two teams that knew what was at stake. The crowd knew what was at stake. It definitely had the feel of a playoff game. And I think a lot of times people will bend themselves in knots to convince themselves that that's the case. It was absolutely the case last night. Everyone knew, from the players to the coaches to the fans in the stands, the importance of that game, and it showed, and it really could have gone either way. You know, there were a couple missed opportunities the Blackhawks had. Dylan Strom hitting the f- post in the first period on a wide-open net. He played a great game otherwise, just hit the post. Late in the game, Brandon Saad had, uh, as time was there on that power play to end the game, Puck rolled through the crease, and Saad just didn't see it. He just simply did not see the puck coming. He could have tapped it in. Uh, several other posts were hit. There were a lot of close calls there on that last power play. Uh, of course, you could say the same thing for Colorado, but overall, I'm pretty pleased with how the Blackhawks played last night. I'm glad they sort of answered the bell. 
you wonder how young players are going to react in a stressful, uh, you know, playoff type test situation. And I think they responded pretty well. I think they did. I think they played a, a good enough game to win. They didn't win. The, the, you know, the moral victories don't count for any points, unfortunately, but not a ton to be overly critical of in last night's game. Colorado just got a couple more bounces than the Hawks got, and, and that was the difference in the game. Now, some of the bounces that Colorado got were, were from mistakes of the Blackhawks. The third period breakaway to put the Avs up 4-3, uh, Slater Cuckoo with an ill-advised pass from the point to the opposite uh, slot. I see what he's trying to do, and I like the aggressiveness offensively, but it's a low-percentage play, and if it doesn't work, your your momentum's moving you forward while the Avalanche are headed the other way. That's exactly what happened. Avs get a breakaway, take the lead, and ultimately that's the game-winning goal. And before that play happened, before Slater Cuckoo made that mistake, the Hawks had all the momentum. They were all over the Avalanche. It felt like a matter of time before the Hawks were the team to, win, to go up in that game. And instead, Colorado puts the puck in the back of the net. Uh, Calendelia not able to make the save. Now, they could have folded in that moment, too. Not a lot of time left on the clock. There was not, uh, you know, the, the you could feel the life sort of sucked out of the building when that happened because, like I said, the momentum was so strongly in the favor of the Hawks, and it did feel like at any second they were going to take the lead, and then that mistake is made, and all of a sudden you're down one. Uh, but the Hawks did, did not stop. They were relentless. They tried to get back in the game. They tried to tie the game. They had... A lot of awesome looks in the third period. The power play was clicking. Two more goals. It looked like they were going to have another one there late in the third, but just couldn't do it. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of positive, some negative. I think Jonathan Taves, who, uh, spoiler alert, will be one of our three stars at the game, but he did turn a puck over to Gabriel Landeskog, and it ended up in a goal. So, you know, you've got players making mistakes, and, and sometimes they get away with it, sometimes they don't. I think more often than not, when you see the rare times Jonathan Taze makes a mistake like that, he's able to recover, get the puck back, or you know minimize the damage. That was not the case in this game. But um, overall, pretty solid. You got Dallas again on Sunday, so that's another critical uh, game if you're, if you're really wanting the playoffs to be a thing here for the Blackhawks. Um, so that's one they're going to need to win. With this loss, that Dallas game kind of becomes a must-win. So hopefully the Hawks can take two points from the Stars. And uh, then Monday we got the trade deadline. And if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen what I was reporting yesterday. I spoke with a source who told me that the one of the not one of but the four core uh, you know top prospect defensemen. So Henry Okaharu, Adam Boquist, Nicholas Bodan, and Ian Mitchell would be considered in a trade if the Hawks felt it was an, a franchise-improving move. Now, a lot of people took that as they're looking to move one of these guys. That's not the case. That's not the case. But if a trade proposal that made sense, that made the Blackhawks better now and going forward, presented itself, then perhaps they would consider moving one of those guys. And I'm going to give you an example because I've not been told that the Hawks are going after Artemi Panarin. I don't think the Hawks are going after Artemi Panarin. Uh, sources I've spoken to have not told me they are, but sources outside the city, like Pierre Lebrun, Bob McKenzie, Elliot Friedman, people like that, seem to think there's a reality to it. So let's just, let's just play a game. By the way, if that does happen, if the Blackhawks do trade for Artemi Panarin, 
I would have to think it's with a handshake agreement that he's going to resign here. So let's play the scenario out in our head. Columbus is clearly still going for it. They traded for Matt Duchesne yesterday. Okay, that does not mean they're not going to trade Artemi Panarin because he's going to walk. He's not going to resign in Columbus. Uh, and yeah, you might want to go for a Stanley Cup with Panarin, and maybe you can. But let me ask you this. If you're Columbus and you could get Brandon Saad, Artem Anisimov, and one of those four defensemen, let's just say Adam Boquist now for the hell of it, just to say that name, and you're the Hawks, and you can get Artemi Panarin back and get him signed because you just cleared all that cap space with Anisimov and Saad, and the cost is Adam Boquist. Do you do it? That's the sort of trade I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, bringing in another like third or fourth line winger at the cost of one of your top four prospects. But if there's a major move to be made, like Panarin, like someone else, again, I want to be clear. I'm not reporting. All right, I don't have any sourced material that the Hawks are going after, me personally anyway, that the Hawks are trying to get Artemi Panarin. Elliot Friedman said he thinks they are. I have not been told that, but if a trade like that was to happen, one of those guys, if you're getting a superstar player back that is under contract or will be under contract next year, and you know that, you might have to move that piece. So that's the question Blackhawks fans need to ask themselves. Are they willing to move Adam Boquist or Henry Yokoharu or Nicholas Bodan or Ian Mitchell if it means getting Artemi Panarin or a similar player on the roster uh, going forward to me if I know he's resigned here if I know Panarin's back and he's locked up and he's under contract and he's going to get these standards Stan Bowman no trade clause I think I'm willing to trade one of those guys Yokoharu would be the guy I'm least willing to trade but if you're going to get him back and you know he's signing then I would consider it I would that's just me all right, we're going to take a break here real quick and come back with the three stars of the game. You're listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. Hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO39 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO39. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. The three stars of the game are brought to you by our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood of Remax First Service, serving all your real estate needs in the Chicagoland area. 708-675-1600. Number three star of the game with his 16th goal of the season, going to Dylan Strom, tied the game in the first period, also had a really strong game otherwise, liked what I saw from Dylan Strom overall last night, and he continues 
to impress uh, in his uh, stint with the Blackhawks. Uh, he has one fewer point than games played with the Blackhawks this season. That's incredible. Uh, I said it with James on the last podcast we did together that no one could have predicted that. No matter how high your hopes were for Dylan Strom, no one would have predicted he's basically a point-per-game player. Number two star of the game, going to give it to Patrick Kane. Uh, one goal tonight. The scoring streak remains uh, 20 games now for Patrick Kane. Uh, the point streak, rather. 20 games with a point. Uh, just one tonight. Uh, he was also a minus two, but the catalyst for everything the Hawks did. How many shots on goal do you think Patrick Kane had? Just just take a guess. 13. He also had six other shot attempts. So 19 shot attempts for Patrick Kane last night. Absolutely incredible. Was driving everything on the power play, moving the puck beautifully. Uh, thought he would have picked up a secondary assist there on the Debrinket goal, but he did not. Uh, just a fantastic game for Patrick Kane. And I'm going to give the number one star of the game to Alex Debrinket, scoring the game-tying goal. He had four shots on goal of his own, uh, along with six other shot attempts. Um, got that game-tying goal late in the third period, uh, coming up uh, under pre- actually halfway through, exactly halfway through, the third period, um, scoring a huge goal under pressure on the power play. Alex Debrinkit's 34th goal of the season. Uh, honorable mention to Jonathan Taves. I said he's going to be one of the stars earlier in the in the show. I changed my mind in real time because I liked the way Debrinkit played last night. Even on the empty net goal, you saw him bust and hump trying to break it up. Just liked his game very much. Uh, Taves, uh, another solid game, though. And, th- and that second goal the Hawks scored, the Patrick Kane goal, which was absolutely sick. That was vintage Jonathan Taves, just controlling the puck, controlling the play, and and seemingly out of sheer will, just making that goal happen. So those are the three stars with honorable mention to Jonathan Taves. Thank you to our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood, with REMAX First Service, 708-675-1600. Now, you may have noticed on the front end of the podcast, the Chicago Wolves promo is not there. That's because, as we told you, it is sold out. So all of those tickets are sold We'll be at the Wolves game on Sunday. If you have a ticket, here's how it's going to work. The game starts at 3. No need to get there early. Our meet and greet is going to happen during the first intermission. So no need to rush. No need to get there early. Be there for puck drop at 3 o'clock. And then we will all head after the intermission. The Wolves will take us back to the meeting room, and we'll meet with the team president. We'll do a brief Q&A with him and then head back to the game for the second and third periods. So we'll see you out there. I saw the T-shirts we're getting uh, from Triple Threat Sports. They look awesome. I think of all the shirts that we've had made, these are my favorites. So everyone that's going is going to get one of those. They looked incredible. I'm super happy with how they turned out. And while these are a special wolf-themed T-shirt, we're going to get Madhouse Podcast T-shirts made in the same style because I think they look really good. So um, we'll see you there at the Wolves game tomorrow. Puck drop at 3 o'clock. And we will talk to you then. So I want to thank our sponsors, Triple Threat Sports. Thanks for the great T-shirts. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris, 708-478-6090. Marishka's and Crest Hill, family-owned and operated since 1933. Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe with locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. Rabbit Brewing, the time has come for you to drink mythological-level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. And our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood, for all your home purchasing needs, find your dream home with Remax First Service, 708-675-1600. We'll talk to you uh, not tomorrow because we have the Wolves game, but early next week 
We'll definitely do a trade deadline edition podcast on Monday, so stick around for that on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Get a $22 shell gift card with a Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Purchase. Ends 31421. Terms apply. Details at Pennzoil.com slash oil change offer.